five o'clock. Time to go home. But for this man and two million like him, there is no hurry. For them, the street is home. Street is home. Street is home. <laughs> I got attacked by two crackheads. This was maybe. How on earth do these homeless crackheads be in such great shape? Crack is a performance enhancing drug. I sized them up a little bit too. What I look like going getting into a fight with a crackhead. I took the bait from a crackhead and got my ass whooped. I mean, cause I've been homeless, but like, like technically. Yeah. There's so many ways a homeless problem could be tackled. Like the rich people keep asking the population to do something about it to donate. The government could end homelessness very easily. And oh, well, they can't end homelessness because they spent eight hundred billion a year in military spending. The United States government could end homelessness and still spend eight hundred billion every year. So what is stopping? Them? You have a lot of conservative people that don't feel like homelessness is something that the government should handle. They still think that homelessness is a defect of the individual and not a defect of the society. So the young people never took the curriculum seriously because they're like, I'm just a person that does drugs. Oh, you know, Hobo over there is a crackhead. I'm just on these perks. It's like, you okay, know. but you don't have a house, my friend. Ex exactly. They haven't burned the bridge. They still can crash on people's couches. Like, so. It's a red flag. Have y'all ever been called uh, any uh, racist, racist terms, slurs? Um, it depends. Do you mean, I mean, yes, either way, but, but do you mean like, uh, on some, they got too comfortable doing a joke way or like in a full, I like, I'm, I hate you or you, you know, kind of racist kind of way. I mean, either one. Give me I mean, what yes, you got. both. Yes yeah, both. Give me what you got. I mean, I've definitely had multiple homeless people hit me with the hard R like it just, but I'm like, I feel, but in those instances, I felt like a white person. I was just like, I'm not like, I'm finna argue with a hobo. Like, yeah. Don't you don't say that to me like I'm winning in every aspect of like you got it like whatever if you need that I'm I'm not saying it's acceptable but I'm just like there's no like what am I going to what am I get, what am I do report I'm going to report him to the homeowners association oh wait like who who am I going <laughs> to if I call the yeah. police he ends up housed now he's I've improved his life by what am I there's just nothing you I did can him do a favor. in that situation <laughs> exactly yeah so now this motherfucker got three meals, got three, yeah. <laughs> three hots and a cot. Got three hots and a cot, yeah, exactly. right? Because <laughs> I decided to be a Karen or a Kareem or whatever. Uh, can't do it. I ain't never get called you? like I can't. Rec I can't recall ever getting like called like the an N word with a hard er. Mm, interesting. But I've definitely experienced like some racism, but it was like more. You're also of, taller. I feel like. Oh, that's, I wonder. Do you think they? You know what I'm saying? I got to do anything. No, no. What I mean is, do you think that maybe those who like you kind of pick an easy target? You know, you pick somebody that you think you can get away with it with. You're not mm. gonna call somebody a nigger that you think is gonna beat your ass immediately. You know, See, I'm not saying that you that they do think that of you, but I'm just hypothesizing. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, maybe, maybe so. Yeah. But I think your old underlying point was, I mean, hey, if I'm what the fuck do I have to lose? Be being a homeless yeah. person. Shit, you're gonna beat exactly. my ass. You're gonna, you're gonna, you know, I'm gonna go, we're gonna go to Then jail. I go to the oh, hospital. I I've, I've been needing Ooh. diabetes shots anyway. Like, right, right. Well, while you're at it. But no, like, the, 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 when you brought up that homeless situation, I remember the time when I was um on like a, a video, a video shoot. We was like right outside of the Ritz in downtown Atlanta. Mm. And I had my camera and I just heard this, like, this homeless dude. He was a, he was a black dude. Oh. And, okay. It's like a homeless crackhead, but but my I, I, one thing one thing I don't understand is like how on earth do these homeless crackheads be in such great shape? Eight, nine, ten. Oh, I can't get it. Pull over. Let's go, shot. Ah, E O G, ten. I think that's a black thing mostly, because I feel like white crackheads look don't look as good. He's always okay. You know, it seems these uh, these African American athletes, they uh, they seem to have this uh, this quick twitch. Uh, muscle fire, you know, there's a uh, slow twitch and there's uh, this quick twitch. Fair, fair, but like but this I, nigga but had still abs. To, still to your point. Still to yeah. your point. Because I, because I'm, I'm looking at, because I kind of look, because he was, he was like cussing me out for no, for no right. reason at all. Talking nigga about hitting his macros. You better like, not put me on that camera. Like... Don't be recording me, motherfucker, bitch ass nigga. What the fuck you gonna do? He was like ten feet away, and I'm like, homeless this nigga talking, drinking a like, protein the... shake. But where you getting it from? You know, I don't even. That's actually a very good point because when I think about, like, I tried to gain weight you know, previously on some workout shit. And it's like, I was having to do like, I was having to hit the gym like three, four, five times a week and make sure that I was getting, you know, three and a half thousand, cal three, yeah, three and a half thousand calories in a day. 
And it's like, and I barely was able to, and I'm like, how is this homeless man hitting these macros and hitting these cal- this calorie count every day and working out and hitting hi- hypertrophy or whatever to yeah. maintain that type of fucking physique? Some of it is genetic too. Like you're just going to like, it's easier to yeah. put on muscle mass for certain things. It's easier to have a certain physique for certain people like some of this quick twitch it's like because i i mean i don't know because i think it's also a thing too is like your muscles just be galvanized by the streets like you know what i'm saying like it's a rough probably life. you have to do a lot you, you probably you got you walking every day getting your getting your, getting your cardio in you got to climb up over shit all the time exactly like you're working out your body time. you know what i'm saying yeah and then Fighting. just even the fact that i kind of saw because like i sized them up a little bit too but mm-hmm. when i because you, you know you like shorter than me but this nigga was and it's early. Yeah, like, this yeah, motherfucker yeah. got energy. It's like yeah. eight o'clock in the morning. Like nigga, I'm... he just had breakfast. Yeah, right. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> what I wanted to do was just like crack my my equipment over his head. But I'm like, nah, yeah. fuck that. Like, what what I look like going getting into a fight with a crackhead? And then there's no two, way to win. There's no way to win. And then to like, imagine if I performance enhancing drug. That's also a right. good point. This motherfucker's popping it like Popeye. Right. And he beats the shit out of you. Just take a. Ooh, and then just beat my ass. Like, come on now. Like, I took the bait from a crackhead and got my ass whooped. That's, yeah. yeah. When keeping it real goes wrong. Exactly. Streets is dead after that, man. Streets is dead after that. <laughs> we spinning the block. Is that, is that what you mean? Or just staying in the house? Staying, staying at home? Either and or both, man. Either and or both. Mm. Having a vendetta with a homeless person is crazy. Right. Like, really going back <laughs> after him a second time is like, that's With your homies? <laughs> Okay, I mean, oh, <laughs> with the homeless, honestly, if a homeless man beats your ass and you come back later with more people and fuck him up, that just—I don't know. I mean, fair enough, but also it kind of don't seem right. But I don't know. If it happened yeah. to me, I probably would. But I don't know. It, it seems very—it seems petty. It seems like if you're wealthy and housed and clean, you're supposed to just let that go. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, like, really, you just kind of might have—you might have made his day. Can you imagine the I'm amount of anger? Way. Not even letting him, but just getting into a fight and the amount of anger, pent up aggression. You see these niggas on the street just yelling, cussing nobody out. They just be yelling for no reason. So imagine they actually had somebody to hit and take that shit out on. Mm. Like, I don't know. You kind of had a loss already. Like, you had a disadvantage. Man, I got attacked by two crackheads. This was maybe two, two years ago, two and a half years ago. Two and a half okay. years ago. Yeah, it was okay. outside, that, it was that outside my fucking apartment. Recent. <laughs> That's you're right. I'm I'm ninety percent sure. I'm ninety percent sure I at least told you about this, Eddie. Anyway, like I was in front of my apartment. Like I had got my um Wait, your current apartment? Yeah. It's it's downtown. So like they, uh, they hover around here. Shit. Yeah. And it's like Damn. a park in front of it. So like they they hang out in the park. So I'm going to the side of the road and I'm getting my Instacart order. So I'm walking out with like, you know, eggs and shit and like beer. Yeah. Yeah. So they come over there and try to fuck me up. And I like, you know, I I fought them off. They they were clearly very hungry. Um, Uh And I was like, look, man, if y'all had just asked me about this shit, you know, I I probably would have just gave y'all what I had or at least would have gave y'all some money. And now y'all on the ground and my fucking elbows fucked up and shit. And now nobody wins. You fought for it. I don't. I yeah. don't think you told this story. So how? What? Type yeah, of fight you was definitely. It? Like how I mean, I, knocked down? Because I'm imagining two little tiny crackheads, and you're. A it was too. It was too. It was too. It was two relatively tiny crackheads. So you. Um, it was. Was it really like were, a fight? Were, fight or was like you just kind of like. You just kind of hit him with the with the hand head hold. I elbowed one in the face, which fucked up my elbow, and I punched one, and that was the end of. I, and but that's that's actually most fights in real life. Most fights are actually fairly quick. They average like thirty seconds. Like once. The 30 average seconds person, is long, though. Yeah, but once the average person is more gets than hit two like one time, like they're probably He's going down. No. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and that was effectively what it was. And I was like, hey, man, like, now I'm going to gather my, my bread and shit. Um, next time, just add. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the 
must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Wait, were they white, though? Yeah. Mm, that's okay. Damn. But that's still sad. Because, like, I just know, the right? fact that you're hungry and you're having to, like, fight for your food. It's like, I mean, I don't know. That, that's just, that just, I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I can't even say fuck them. Like, if you got to eat, like, you got to eat. Like, and, like, yeah. and, like, I... I'm very sympathetic to the plight, but that was my thing. And and I, I, I remember mean, yeah, talking you to people after the either. fact. Like, and I, I remember talking to people after the fact. Matter of fact, again, Eddie, I, I 100% remember you did. even making this point. But they probably had been turned down multiple times that day, right? Exactly. They probably Why would they approximate people. like? They probably had asked people for money. They probably had asked people for support. They probably were a very very desperate point in their life so i don't i don't you know have any ill will towards them other than the fact that again man shit like if you had asked me this could have yeah. turned out better for both of us in this situation and that's that's kind of sad that we got to that point but yeah yeah i mean they should have asked first and then tried to beat your ass you know if you had said no i mean is maybe the more polite way to go about it but it's like if you on the street and it's like i mean essentially for them it's like apocalypse conditions like it's the same way we would be if we this was this was daylight have money too, and jobs and like this was yeah it wasn't even like this was nighttime like this was like 6 p.m damn broad day yeah. oh yeah them niggas was hungry like that was, it was definitely a disposition it's like that yeah. um yeah I, I would do i always think about that like how how far would it take how long would it take me before i start doing wild shit like because you kind of don't want to be the first person in an apocalypse situation i mean we, we know we know that for like you, you you've told us that story too eddie it took you what three hours that one time Mm, yeah, yeah. But Wait, which situation are we talking about? There's, there's a few, there's yeah, a when, few situations. Which one are we talking about? It was that about? situation where you were biking and shit, and you had got like 15 miles away, and like, oh yes, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I was, I was on the border, but I still didn't. But I, I started contemplating, but I didn't, I didn't actually find the line. I started thinking like, yo, I'm gonna have to gotcha. steal somebody's sandwich. But I still, but, but that's to my point. I was that tired, and I still kept my like civilized society decorum. And I mean, yeah, nigga, I would I hope so. Enough. That was one day of that was like a couple what? hours of. I would hope no, you did. Like, this yeah, whole, whole story was fucking like four <laughs> hours, and this nigga's like, "Am I gonna have to steal somebody's sandwich right. to make it?" <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> no, man. Y'all don't know how tired and exhausted and thirsty I was, bro. <laughs> like I that was, was I was miles shit. from my house. <laughs> I was miles bike, away from my house. Take a bike so far out. You, you didn't think about the return trip. <laughs> I didn't have my wallet. I didn't have my phone. I didn't have nothing. Like, man, in real life, you can fucking die. If, if you like because like if you no okay Albert Albert for real like dead, dead serious right now if you if you where you are right now got dropped let's say 10 no, no let's say 15 miles outside of a city oh, no wallet okay. no reception okay. nothing that's not that far you could die I could die you're you're not you're not wrong so like and it, like, it, okay, it, now let's let's horrible. not say it's a, fifteen miles away from where I'm at currently. Now make it now make it something pretty. Make it a beach. Like just because it's a nice, pretty environment. If there's no people around, you can fucking die. And if you don't have any money, how are you gonna feed yourself? What would you do? Like, you're, let's say it's fifteen people, and, fifteen miles, and it's people all along the way. You have no access to like you don't have your phone, you don't have your car. What are you doing? How are you surviving that? You got 15 miles to so, get back home. 15, so 15 miles in that kind of condition, right? Mm. You can go, you're, you're a relatively healthy young male over the course of three days before your situation gets dire, you can walk 15 miles back to where you were. I agree. Were. So I, agree. It's like, I agree. That's the, that's so the point. Like, that's I'm why not, I made it a, a thing that you can walk before you starve to death, but that's my yeah. point. So I'm not, I'm not going to over overreact in in that specific situation now you drop me in the middle of like i don't know the mojave or some shit you know then we get a little bit um a little bit more desperate more dicey yeah Mm. well look i'm just saying but you still okay yeah josh 
I don't know. So I'm asking somebody for like a cool drink of water and maybe a sandwich and explaining my situation. Like, okay, you know, so you are asking. You are asking. You, you I'm probably, are. If I'm like that dead strangers. tired, if I'm like that, I'm like, look, I need. To, I at least need to get my strength. Seven miles in, you're going to be hungry and tired and thirsty as fuck. Like, hey, nigga, you made a 15. No, no, I'm saying that. I'm saying of the 15, you not even getting to the full 15 before you're exhausted and tired and hungry. Well, then I'll repeat, walk, baby. Bro. Rinse and repeat, baby. Right, so it's you, not a multiple, walk, so you multiple times, okay, multiple times. If I'm times, on a bicycle, mm -hmm. but you're, no, no, but, well, okay, yeah, yeah, say so, so you're on a bicycle. I'm off all, bro. I don't, I don't mean to make light of your situation. I know, I know it was a very dark period, <laughs> tough time for you, very traumatic. You didn't know how, you didn't it know was, what you yes. was going to do. I didn't know what My I was nigga went do, feral man. out there in them streets, bro. I I I'm sorry. And the, <laughs> and the crazy thing is, the context, I'm in totally, like, I'm totally in a civilized place. Like, I'm next to the beach, kids is playing with balls, <laughs> his family's having picnics, it's mad stores. Like, I'm not in the wilderness. I'm among people, but I'm ready to just. But I could have died. I could have died. <laughs> this nigga was on the nice side of town. This nigga bike really to the nice was. side of town. I was in a very nice part of town. Oh, shit. Oh, well, man. yo. <laughs> well, Welcome, everybody, to Waving the Red Flag, the number one dating and street survival podcast in the universe. <laughs> it's your boys, Josh, Eddie, Alvin, bringing you all the greatest and hottest takes that you may like, love, or hate. We don't know. But let's get into it. We let's go. Oh, oh, one more. One more homeless story, right? One more, like, homeless survival story. <laughs> yeah. Hobo Tales. Yeah, Hobo Tales. Hobo Tales, Hobo Tales. <laughs> That's pretty good. Well, it was pretty good. Go along, take my cash. That's all of the <laughs> hobo land. <laughs> well, I was like, I was at um, like you know, like one of those ghetto like Chinese spots that got the good food for like cheap. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was like a shitty walk. They got city pizza walk. and lemon and lemon pepper chain. Something like that. I had a pizza though, but it was um, and in this area, it's Clarkston, Clarkston, Georgia. It's a very, very, very high um immigrant population. Okay. It's like you know people from like. West Africa. Oh, Asian. Written books. Okay. Yeah, people like, have written books on it. Yeah. Like it's a yeah. anthropology topic. At yeah. University. The most densely, densely diverse populated city per like mile, square mile or some shit like that mm -hmm. in the country. Some great. Really? Okay. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Yeah. If it's not the country, it's like the state bare minimum. And it, and if it's, if it's not currently at one point, Josh, it was, cause again, like mm. this was taught in like classes for me, like 2010. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know hmm. why. It's it's like a program that places 21. people there. Twenty one point six anyway. percent Asian, hmm. and it's black Asians. Well, it's like the, the blacker kind of Asians. <laughs> no, you know, like Filipinos. They're like the the black girls of Asians. Oh, this, this, I see the dark. No. Yeah, yeah, the dark. This nigga Eddie was a little was a little Asian. bit too was a little bit too um was a little bit too in, intrigued to learn that. Hmm. <laughs> you don't that's say. Where the, that's where the Asians are in the state. Hmm. I understand. Hmm. I mean, like foreign, foreign, like fresh, fresh off the boat. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, some yeah. them people to come into an apartment, the cruise, and make and make a fire on the floor because they don't understand <laughs> how to work a stove type. You know, like this, like it's like that. Hey man, yeah, hey, 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 they they, they up on you know, the seat, you know foot what on I'm either saying? side. Like, okay, you know they don't know. But it's anyway, so world. like I was, I was almost there myself. So and hey, I mean, hey, I lived there for a while. Mm. You know. Housed, luckily, but you know, yeah. was in the community. But um, but imagine like so you're a foreigner, and then like you don't really speak a lot of English because this dude, because I've seen him around, like he was homeless, and he just came in when I was um, he was actually ahead of me, and I I heard him like kind of like speaking in very broken English, just like just saying you give me food, like he was like it was like a threat. He was like nigga, if you don't give me some food, <laughs> I'm about to beat your ass. Like I'm I'm gonna rob yeah, you yeah. for this food, like with with nothing yeah. to rob you with essentially. It's not a question. It's a statement. Yeah, yeah, you, right. Give me. You give are me about food. to give me food. Yeah, it was kind of like it, he said it with the intensity of that dude that said, "I'm the captain now." Look at me, sure. Look at me, sure. I'm the captain now. Oh my god. Yeah. Just just in just in line with with Clarkston's high East African population that you just talked about, <laughs> <laughs> Captain Phillips references. I am the hungry one now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's not funny, but it's. But God, yeah, but I got, but that shit made me mad though, bro. Because I'm like, because like, like I was saying, like you, you, you could ask, you know what I'm saying. I, I got mad. I said, don't, I said, don't talk to her like that. Like, you know what I'm saying. Like, I, I chastised him, like for real. Mm. And and I was like, what you want to eat? Like, and I was just like, man, fuck it, you don't know what you want.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Give him, give, him, give him one of these. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I had ended up buying his food for him mm. or whatever. But he was like, my fault, baby. Goddamn, you know, I'm hungry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, hunger will do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd start fighting motherfuckers. Like, if I was starving, I would start. Yeah, you have to. There's no, like, you have to. Like, I'm not going I'm not going to starve to death for somebody else's. Especially. So that in- I don't inconvenience other people. Like. Especially in certain contexts, right? So, and I mention this all the time. It 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 blows my mind how difficult it is to get resources in ruler places in the states. How much more difficult mm-hmm. it is to get that kind of shit, right? So, like in like a major city, again, like if I got if I got two legs, it may take me a little while to get there. I'm gonna get to one of the food banks in Atlanta, mm-hmm. right? So I'm so I'm gonna have food. So food was wasn't always like the hardest thing to get. It was it was you know utilities and like rent and housing and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. It was a little bit harder mm-hmm. to get than food. Um, but you go to a lot of these places, they don't have that. Or what you saw like post COVID is that food banks you know couldn't keep up with the demand because people are poor. You know there are more people looking for that as like. Mm-hmm. Filling in the gaps on what they can't afford themselves, so they're overrun, and it's a little bit more difficult now. But like, oh, you know, right. I, so it's like not just people who can't get any food; it's people who need food assistance as well. And then it's just yeah, massive like it's, numbers. Exactly. So like, they're they're overrun. But I can't imagine being in like some of these places. Like even like again, if I was where I'm at now, and I was in a situation like how I grew up, like I don't know what we would do. Like like shit's so much harder here. Mm-hmm. Like legitimately, mm-hmm. and that's fucked up. You right. give me food. Yeah. There's so many ways a homeless problem could be tackled. It's all political. You know, yeah, political. I, I, f- I really feel like it's just designed that way. And then these motherfuckers, like, the rich people keep asking, like, just the population to do something about it to donate. The government could handle most problems that people think are insurmountable problems. Like, the government could end homelessness very easily. And one thing I like to point out is that the government, and speaking strictly in the context of the United States, could probably end homelessness pretty easily without the 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 stuff without taking away the stuff that people tend to spotlight is why the government doesn't do it so people often okay. say stuff like oh well they can't end homelessness because they spent 800 billion a year in military spending the united states government could end homelessness and still spend 800 billion every year p- plus in military spending so that's not a that's not a you know but what is military them? spending it's the fact that you have a lot of conservative people that don't feel like homelessness is something that the government should handle from a public option perspective. Mm. They still think that homelessness is a defect of the individual and not a defect of the society. So, so it's not even they a don't, thing to be solved. It's a it's a punishment for the for the bad, for the wicked yeah, in our society. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. And you'd be surprised at how many people feel like that no, that's on facts. both sides that's of facts. the aisle. No, you're 100 right. Of every age, like you're but so the government right. Could we don't, you don't get solved because we that. don't want to solve the shit. Because exactly, even when you talk to the average people, like half of motherfuckers, literally, if you really talk to them, they really hate poor people. Like they really don't. Bruh, if you really bruh. break down what they actually feel, it's like they secretly, but not so secretly, just hate poor people and think that they all deserve to have the worst shit possible. And it's like it's like shit that even throws me with like certain family members, bro. Like I got family members, you know, like we didn't we didn't slowly climbed up to this middle class lifestyle or what the fuck mm. ever. And I got family members that say shit like, you know, all my all my taxpayer dollars going to fucking food stamps and shit. And I'm like, first of all, almost none of your taxpayer dollars go to food stamps. Right. Let's in let's end that bullshit now. Secondly, mm. 
are y'all not recalling where we was 20 years ago? I'm like, y'all like, niggas done forgot quick. Man, that, pulling like, up the ladder shit is wild to me. What the fuck, bro? Like, like y'all were happens. on food stamps. Like, that how are we mad at this? All the time. That's but that is it's it's a it's a political stance. Like that's why homelessness like, is what it is right now. But to be fair, it's homeless people that hate homeless people. Like it's homeless that people that have that true. same men, that have that same <laughs> yes. mentality of like you talk to them and they're starving, but they still they still have that like hustler millionaire mindset where they're like, oh yeah, you know, I gotta make it, and you know, people just late like homeless people thinking the shit about themselves and their own situation. Like instead of just being like, yeah, man, like. Let's house homeless people. We have the ability to do that. Let's put these motherfuckers in houses. If we can get them a job, we get them a job. If we can't, that's fine. Let them still be housed. Let them still be fed. Figure out, see if they can get themselves on, on their own two feet. Like, it works. It's been done in a bunch of different places, but that's actually yeah. such a good point, Alvin. Like, I, you, you're right. We don't solve it because we literally do not wish to. Like, there is also one aspect of it, too, is like, which is unfortunate, is the part of the problem is, is like, yeah, even if you do like, even when you do like house and feed, the ability mm-hmm. for the individual to actually maintain it and not, without running yeah. it into the ground, like say for instance, there like have been section eight housing. Constant. There have been pretty large scale studies on that. And typically when you give homeless people, even, even stuff like the ability to like apply for jobs, they tend to do extremely well. Mm. So, okay. so, and the, and, and the reason, and the logic behind that is that typically for a person to be homeless, they've burned every bridge. They've made a ton of mistakes. They have probably learned what not to do to get into that state. So usually you're talking to a person that has hit rock bottom and they are hell bent on not being at the bottom anymore once they get some opportunity. So typically in the studies that have been done, they do extremely well. Even if, even if you don't give them like a house, even if you give them something as simple as like a legal address to get mail so that they can start applying for jobs mm. and like clothing and like resume services and stuff like that so they can start to build up uh, from literally the ground. You can start, they t- yeah. They tend to do extremely well. Okay, but what I'm noticing from what you said is it sounds like you're saying you can't do it for fresh homeless people. Like you got to let them be in the streets for a while so they really can It depends. Make use it of depends. Power. So so what you and again, I I talk about my experiences before like running a, a accountability court program and mm-hmm. we did some analysis from a public health perspective. Um I had an intern who now works in the field um and is doing big things in that perspective, but working on his graduate thesis, looking at the numbers of success within our program, there were some people that were very difficult to get all the way through. We had a 24 month program and it was, there were reasons why we speculated why. So it was very difficult for young people. Almost all of the people that were under the age of 40 didn't make it through. It was very difficult for women and it was very difficult for people that had um, partners and the speculation, oh. the speculation of the partners was easy. It was like, if you're in this lifestyle, your, your partner's probably not pro-social. So they're bringing you down. Oh, Women okay. tend to also have a lot of compounding factors hindering their success. So they're often like caught up in other things other than drugs, mental health and, um, you know, just criminogenic lifestyle. They have like a lot of stuff that comes with that, you know, that makes it more difficult the but young people it's because they haven't hit bottom yet right so the young people never took the curriculum seriously because they're like i'm just a person that does drugs yeah I'm not he's, no he's a crack hobo. He's, hobo you know hobo over there is a crackhead i just yeah, i just yeah, do yeah. a little blow sometimes i just do i just i'm just on these perks it's like you okay know. but you don't have a house my friend yeah man but that don't mean i'm homeless that's just you know I'm Ex- exactly homeless. exactly like, exactly okay. they have they haven't burned the bridge they still it. can crash on people's couches I mean, like, i've been homeless so they but like they have like technically bottom. but i never would have thought yeah. like oh i'm home you know what i'm saying so but if you yeah, because you you probably don't see it until you've been homeless for like some years. Like, oh shit, I didn't fucked up. Like, I I can't get a job even if I want one. That probably exactly. doesn't hit until you've been homeless for like a, a few years mm. until you start really living that you know pursuit of happiness life. I don't know. Yeah, right. Y'all ready to tackle one of these yes. uh, topics? Yes. Absolutely. All right. Oh, okay. Well, uh, sucks for you, buddy, because that's what we're gonna do. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, <laughs> excuse me. All right. So we're gonna uh, do like this. Am I the asshole? It's been like a pretty popular topic on uh, Twitter. I think it was like last week or something like that when I had everybody up in an uproar. So uh, am I the asshole for being honest with my girlfriend when she asked a question about the birthday cake she made me? 
I, 34 male, had a birthday just yesterday, and my girlfriend, 36 female, offered to bake me a cake. I told her that I would prefer a chocolate cake, devil's food, with chocolate icing and nothing fancy. She is usually a great baker, and I guess she thought that wasn't sophisticated enough for some or something. She baked me a chocolate cake with vanilla icing between the two layers of the cake, then surrounding it in chocolate frosting. The cake was fine. But I was disappointed because it was not what I wanted. She must have noticed and asked me if I was disappointed, so I was honest with her. Yes, I was disappointed. It wasn't the cake I asked for. I said, if I wanted vanilla in a cake, I would have asked for vanilla in the cake. I didn't make a scene. I didn't pout. I even ate half of the slice, (laughs) the chocolate part. She got upset with me and said, but I made vanilla cake before and you liked it. I pointed out that I don't mind vanilla icing, but it's not, but shit's not what I wanted for my birthday. Her feelings were hurt, and she even pulled up, I'm not going to make you anything, I'm, go- I'm not going to make you any cake next uh, year, which I replied with, I will order my own and um, get my money back if they don't do it like I want it. <laughs> Apparently, that was the last straw. She asked me to leave, later texted me that I embarrassed her in front of her kids, and now she won't reply to my messages. I think birthdays are important things, and I feel like I was honest with her when she asked me. I didn't want to lie about it. My friend told me I should have been grateful that she made me a cake at all, especially one that I've eaten and liked in the past. Maybe I've overreacted a bit, though I don't feel like I did, and I hope to get a second opinion. Am I the asshole here? What's the over-under, fellas? How are we feeling? Man, I don't know. I'm divided. But I think pretty much everybody sided with him, like just on my feed at least. Yeah, so Everybody was like... She's the asshole. But I think I've kind of halfway changed my mind hearing this second reading. Yeah. You're saying because on on this second reading of the first line, it doesn't sound like he was clear that he doesn't want any vanilla anywhere in the cake. And that to me seems like that's what's making me change my mind. But that's what devil's food is, though. Devil's food, a chocolate cake, devil's food is straight chocolate. chocolate. Oh, well, yeah. then in that case, I okay, in, in that case, if, if it was quite clear from the outset, here's what it's supposed to be, then I'm mostly on his side. And I'm definitely yeah, um, not ready to, like, jump down, her, like, his throat and say, like, oh, you're ungrateful and all that. Because, like, the original poster and the comments under that, they're very much like, fuck you, dude, yes. you're being a child. I'm not on that. I, I, yeah. I think he's very justified in general. I'm probably 85% on his side. Yeah. I think that giving people gratitude for stuff that you don't necessarily want when they went out of their way and they made an attempt is something that is very appropriate if they got you something because it was your birthday and you didn't ask for anything like if they just wanted to do something because they cared you know if if he didn't say shit about his birthday and she surprised him with a cake and it necessarily wasn't his favorite type of cake i would have been like yes like have some grace for the fact that you know they they took that step they tried they didn't know Yeah. yeah I've done that even though I'm a person that doesn't even like celebrating my birthday. Like I vehemently don't like celebrating my birthday, but I try not to make that other people's problem. So if somebody gives me something, Mm. I'm going to say thank you. I'm going to thank them because they cared about me in their way. However, if you ask somebody for something and they give you specifics, unless there was some sort of real specific barrier preventing you from doing that, you should get them what they asked for. I think he's right to be like the way he is. The only, the only reason why I'm at 85 and I, you know, and not 100 is because I do think that when you have those kind of conversations that you care about somebody, you can, you can couch your critique in a way that preserves the relationship a little bit better. Like I would have been like, I would have been like, okay, bae, you know, like, Thank, thank you. I appreciate it. This isn't what I wanted. Like, <laughs> nigga, is that better? Because <laughs> that sounds <laughs> no, worse to me. No, it's, no, 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 it's not. Because, like, okay, let's, let's, okay, let's, let's, let's take the the literalness of how I explained that, and then imagine how you would have that conversation, right? No, no, I know how like, I would say. I just wouldn't be. Yeah, like, so you you can one hundred percent, you can one hundred percent have that. Con- like, let's let's take the literal like words that I'm using out, and just say how you would have that conversation yeah, 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 in yeah. your mind, right? I you can one hundred percent say like, oh, thank you. A couple days later, be like, hey, babe, you know that cake oh, yeah. was good. You know, I really like, I really like devil's food cake can you can you perhaps make me one of those because i really enjoy it when you make that as well like how about next birthday you do that yet. one yeah like something yeah. like some shit like that like that's how you you can I do that have done so, it on my birthday a few weeks yeah. later i would be like when we're catching up i'd be like hey by the way like i mm. really did like the cake but i think for me it's really important that like if i ask for something like that i feel really valued if you do it exactly as i mentioned and that would have made me feel a lot more love do you think that's something that we could incorporate into our relationship cool it's not right on top of it happening i would eat it gratefully 
bring it up later. Da 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 da. So I agree with that point. You wait yeah. two weeks though, you still gonna catch flack. Well, you just been holding on to for this for two weeks. You could have told me about it, this sooner. And I agree that which is coming into my next point, which is that at the, at that point, once you've done all of your job, because he still did a pretty good fucking job. He didn't come out the yeah. gate on some childish shit. He did still did a pretty good job. Then it's in her court to be an emotionally assured supportive yes. apart, uh, apartment uh, partner. And then at the end, what she basically does is she acts like he's a fucking asshole for even having expressed, like he gave an instruction. He said, here's what I want. This is what will make me feel valued. She decided on the fly, I'm not going to do that. Then he doesn't even say anything, just maybe lightly, passively, aggressively is kind of disappointed. She says, hey, what's wrong? He tells her what's wrong. Then she acts like he's fucking tripping. That's where she fucked up. Yes. Because that would have been a beautiful opportunity for, I understand. I'm glad you enjoyed it to some extent. In the future, I'll definitely make sure that I take into account the things that you specifically requested on your special day. Because I love you. Moving on. Both y'all are happy. No issue. Yeah. Go yes. go bake go buy your own cake next year. I'll never I, when when a, when a motherfucker says fine, I'll never do this thing again ever again. That is the most childish. Like we all know that's some childish, petulant, immature, relationship destroying shit. If you respond to a criticism with fine, I'll just never I'll, we'll never have sex again. Fine, I'll just never I'll never love you again. Like yeah, grow up. I'll just never buy, I'll just never buy you a gift again. You know like exactly right. fine. I'll just die. Like okay, yeah. So all right, so let me. So I'll say this though, because I was really heavily leaning on his side. Okay. Until like I really write read it today. So now I'm like, ah, I'm like sixty percent on his side, and then like forty, okay. I can see why she might have taken it to a certain extent. Maybe thirty five, thirty five percent on her side. Okay. But and this is why, because I think that the way he delivered it in the moment, even if it was like calm, cool, collect, like he wasn't making a scene. Was yeah, pretty yeah. like cut, dry, and kind of crass, and maybe a little bit harsh. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, just yeah. from like how he said it, well, how it's written, and then imagining how like most guys talk and have those soft conversations, like when you mm. express a disappointment, he probably was like more matter of fact, and then like didn't try to, didn't like make it's it awesome. as soft as he could have, which probably yeah. put her on the defensive end. Yes, because it's definitely know. a wrong way. Yeah, and then she was like, "That was the last straw." I don't know if that if. If last straw meaning in terms of that conversation or just overall with some other shit, because I don't think it was necessarily even about the cake. I think it might have just been like he might just not talk to her like all too soft or like have like the best words or like the smoothest conversations with her. So I was like, well, if if it's more than if it's really more so about this cake. There's some other shit that she was already kind of like pissed off about, like just kind of putting up with. Yeah. Or if they had like some other failed conversations in the past, I can see like her getting mad. But that shit about being embarrassed, like I, I'm pretty sure, like the way that she reacted caused more so of the scene, which also caused her embarrassment. But then it's his problem mm. because he was the one that didn't like the thing and in the, the first initiated place. Initiated it and shit. No, because yeah. that shit could go. Because I, I, I'm thinking if I was the if I made my girl a cake, and you know I'm kind of she goes I want devil's food cake, so she want da 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 da. She wants and and I and halfway through making the cake, because also I wonder what her reasoning was. Because it's not really explained here. And maybe it is in other comments. But why did she do that? Right? I feel like that's important. Because if, if I'm making a cake and I go, fuck, I don't have enough. I don't have enough chocolate icing. Chocolate icing. But I want to finish it so I could stop the cake process. I got to turn off the oven, go down to the store, get in the car, pick up more icing. Or, oh, she does like vanilla icing. I think I can even this out and have a pretty decent cake that she'll still enjoy quite a bit. You finish off the cake thinking, okay, it's not a big issue. I've like... I've done 95% of what she asked. You give it a cake and she goes, this isn't what I wanted for my birthday. I could I 100% think, see myself being like, bitch, you have me entirely fucked up. Like, But you preempt that. You preempt that, right? Like, So when that's happened to me, mm. in situations that has done it, I would have been like, mm. you know, hey, you know, a little, a little snafu, a little issue. Here's what I happened. I tried. Here, right? Didn't have, yeah. That's a good point. That's a fair yeah. point. But I and wouldn't, again, I that, wouldn't that call probably somebody still like an idiot to- for not doing that. Agree, agree, agree. But yeah, and, but the only reason why I would even do that is because I've I've just made the fuck up of like not getting somebody something because there was a barrier and not explaining the barrier and it been a thing and then it caused problems. And then yeah, and then on the back end, I explained the barrier and they were like, "Well, nigga, you probably should have just led with that shit." Like I probably would have responded mm-hmm. better to that than like you just I thought you didn't love me. Yeah, <laughs> effectively. So no, no, I, yeah, I that was like, meant earnestly. Yeah, yeah. So I've learned that 
through experience. So I don't think that it's necessarily wrong that somebody wouldn't necessarily do that like up front because yeah. everybody doesn't have those experiences. But if you do that, I think that it's much well-received, even if the person is still a little bit disappointed. They probably still want yeah. what they want, but they're like, I get it. You tried. No hard feelings. Let's let's go about the birthday. Yeah. I don't yeah. even know if I ought to even express my disappointment because it's like... Cause, I, I would have let it go. Yeah. But but That's, but but for the principle of this, no, I wouldn't. Like I've yeah. I've one hundred percent been the the I want a chocolate cake man in a relationship. Oh, but for other shit, like for this, I probably would be like whatever. But for other things of a similar yeah, of level course. of whatever, I would one hundred percent be like, hey, this man, isn't what I'm, I asked for. Yeah, I preempt people. So like I just said, like I don't I don't celebrate my birthday. I prefer if nobody got me anything for my birthday or mm-hmm. say anything about it. But um, Christmas, I do. Easy. You know, I buy myself a Christmas gift, you know, every year, usually multiple Christmas gifts. I've now gotten to the point where the things that I want outpace what people, you know, in my life are able are able to spend on me. Right, 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 right. Baller dollars. Yeah. Yeah. But they push they push the issue quite a bit. And they're like, we want to get you something. That's, you know, how we express that we care. You always get us stuff. We want to get you something. So I am real fucking specific. I send Mm -hmm. links. I'm like, this is in stock. Buy the following. you know, this is in your range that you reported by this. <laughs> so they got a spreadsheet and everything. I know, right? Like, by, like, okay, by, by this, this is the tier. It's like a scholastic <laughs> book fair of like tiers of album presence. Like, what's what's your income range? This is what you can afford from my wish list. Yes, That's yes, because and, and I think and I think if you're if you're that level of specific, again, like my nigga, just get just get what's on the list. Um, yeah, no, because if you if you say, hey, here's the Bluetooth speaker I want, and they get some other shit, and you're like. I mean, I told you not to get me anything, and now you've gotten me a literally some trash. Like you've gotten yeah. me garbage that I have to throw away and figure out how to get rid of, so that I can put the thing that I actually want in place. Sorry, like this is this this is disappointing, and you've made a burden. Now I have to eat this cake that I don't even fucking like. You know what I'm saying? And like he's eaten it in the past, but that doesn't mean he loved the cake. It's his birthday. He wants his favorite type of cake. It wasn't even the his- exact same cake though. Like it was, that was just a vanilla cake, like a vanilla frosted cake. But anyway, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so maybe he but, don't like the mixture between vanilla and, and chocolate. Like, come on. Well, yeah. Get together, I mean, sh- yeah, do better. What I was about to say was just like, it don't even matter in a, in a certain sense. Because like, I probably would have just held that, held it in maybe until like maybe a yep. day or so later when she asked. Definitely. Like, well, you, I know she didn't eat so much later. of the cake. Well, you know, yeah. then maybe. But it was like, if, probably would have just let it slide because for the exact same reason of see what people see what being honest got him it's just it's just like it's like certain just like certain shit is not worth it and that actually leads us into our next topic is addressing addressing issues with your girl or with your significant hey, other hey way nice I mean, can you, you pull that video up my brother yes sir now i gotta think about it, like how i'm gonna say how am i gonna say this where she's not gonna be offended by what i'm saying and if if she's the issue that i'm gonna bring up i gotta say it in a way that is not gonna hurt her feelings so i'm not here patting her back while she's crying about the problems that i try i'm trying to bring up like so you gotta think about all of these things and and then and then then you gotta wait for the right time because because depending on what it is you, you can't you can't just come out and just drop it when you when it just when you're ready for it you gotta you gotta pick you gotta make sure that like I didn't catch you on a high right now like a high like something great is happening to you so I don't want to blow your high uh, I, I can't catch you when you are already sad about something because I'm just gonna just make it worse you know what I'm saying if you're moody or anything I gotta I gotta I gotta hit it I gotta hit the pocket just right. That you don't react to it in a negative way, and you and you potentially take it in the spirit that I'm trying to give it. And there's and once you got that down, it's still fifty fifty. Facts, big old facts. No. I will say that that's not always that's not actually that's not just like a woman thing either, though. Because like guys, I was gonna say, yeah. So like, first of all, like that's not just a woman thing, but because niggas more be so. women more so. Yeah. But niggas definitely do that shit all the time. Mm. Like, it just might be in a different way. Because I will say, like, we're guys are a little bit more even killed, generals, generally speaking. Mm. With like when it, I guess when it comes like the emotions, but like a lot of times when a woman tries to uh, approach somebody approach the dude with an issue or something like that, ah, it could be like a real big toss-up too, as far as like how they might react if they do respond well or if they do accept what the person has to say. Even if it is being communicated well, do you mean like guy to guy, just, for instance? Well, uh, like 
uh, part, partner to partner. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't directly know, but yeah, you, that's true. That's true. I feel like guys in general are a little bit more open to that kind of general criticism from women. In a way, they respond in, in their own dumb way, but not not on some like emotional defensiveness. It's like they, they kind of start from a premise of like, okay, babe, whatever you want, which given the alternative is a, I, it can be emotionally mature. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good starting point. Whereas women are like, well, actually you made me feel this way. And then it's like, well, now you, now we're talking about your feelings instead of the thing that I wanted to address. And I, n- niggas don't mm-hmm. generally do that. I have, yeah, but I'm advanced with my shit. I'm advanced mm-hmm. with my gaslighting. Niggas mm-hmm. generally don't do it that way. We got to get on yeah. your level. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh man, my signature was you mad at me well i'm mad too <laughs> and now we're talking about what i'm mad about <laughs> which is extremely common which is extremely yeah, it, common. it really is yeah i think i think my my take on this is almost invariably with very few exceptions and, I, and i'm not an exception um mm. when niggas say that they have to do this like double dutch situation with their girl is because they're not expressing themselves in a way that's conducive to good partner communication. So every, every time that I've had to like do this kind of shit, it was because I wasn't communicating the way I felt. Not every time because there, there have been some situations where, yeah. Um, but usually it's, it's, it's my, it's my communication style. Like there are a few situations where I'm getting like, you know, in the past, like really, like really emotional about things. And I'm explaining it in a way that's controlled and they don't respond well. And it's because I'm not crying. Like I say that all the time. I've said that all the time on here that mm-hmm. people respond differently to the way I say things. Like if I was crying or if I was yelling or if that's, that's just not my effect, uh, my effect. But I find that a lot of times niggas who make that statement are expressing themselves in a way that's not pro social. And then they want their fucking girl to just like, be like, okay, okay. No, you're 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 having this conversation in a non-pro-social way. She's going to respond in a way that's not pro-social. Can you give a specific example? Because I feel like what is kind of... Because I feel like in that video, what he said is like, oh, aren't women so unreasonable? And I do agree to some extent that is the case, that women will often in a relationship with a man um, prioritize their own emotional response to whatever is happening to, to the point that there's no room left to be a partner to their to their man's emotional feelings about something. But what he was describing of like, okay, I got to time it right and I got to word it right and I got to hit the tone right and da da da. Mm-hmm. That's also like just what it is to a, to communicate as an adult. When I when I've had issues with I like think- a homeboy and I'm like, "Hey, I'm going to you did something on Thursday. I'm not going to bring it up until Saturday when we hang because if I text you about it, something might be lost in communication. I mean, it's not going to be the first thing out of my mouth cuz you don't just see me. If you're telling me about some stressful shit, I'm not going to tell it in the middle of that because we need to let you decompress. But you, So you time it right. So all of the shit that he described is what I would do with anybody. But that's not easy. So, 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 so if that's what he's saying, cool. What I think he's saying is that he has to specifically do that with women. And therefore, women are some special kind of like difficult in interpersonal relationships. And I disagree. Yeah. However, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that once you have like got into a rhythm of how you communicate pro socially in your relationship, that you can have those conversations like pretty regularly, especially if like you guys have established that you have a healthy two way door of critique and feedback and that you can do that lovingly. Like I've been able to say like, hey, I don't like I don't like when you do that. Hey. I wish you'd do that less. A, can you like fucking like fold your clothes and not like leave them mm. piled on like the couch? Like I really wish yes. you wouldn't do that. I fold my clothes because it makes the house look neater. I prefer like that kind of shit. Blah 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 blah. Like those are very easy conversations to have once you understand how to communicate in a pro-social way. By and large, and again, I'm not saying that all conversations with your partner go easy because I just gave an example of a situation with me that's frequent and widespread um, amongst my relationships and personal like dealings. But I do think that when, you know, I do think that when men bring up this situation, I think they're they're not saying what you just said, Eddie, because what what you just said, I think, is extremely reasonable. I think what they're saying is like, I can't have a a conversation where I critique anything that my girl does without them jumping off, like, you know, the deep end in regards to how they respond. And I disagree. Well, I, a lot uh, uh, on a scale, I'm with you. Josh. I, I'm with yeah. you. I'm, I'm, I feel, I feel you Alvin. Cause like guys, 
definitely, we've all said this at some point in the past. Like, guys, definitely, we do definitely have to work on our communication, our approach and style of communicating in relationships. And also just even with us sometimes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just person to person. And I've also made the exact same point that Buddy made on this podcast a, a while ago, like over a year ago. Like, when you're trying to express something that I do it, but it's hard to actually um, say what's bothering you. Mm. Depending on like depending on the topic because like so a lot of the times it's, it's actually difficult to say what's yeah. bothering you and like you don't know for one because especially when you're dealing with a woman what's bothering you and then the way that you say it like fuck mm. how you feel but the way that mm-hmm. you say it could hurt the other person or just, or it could per- be perceived that it might hurt the other person so you don't even want to say it so you just keep it in and then it's like well what's wrong it's like there I can't think of a, a way that to say this that might not rub you know like yeah that that might not like rub you the wrong way and then it's like oh great I I'm I'm still sitting with the original issue but now I've upset you because of how I feel about something mm. and now I have to apologize to you because I feel <laughs> you know what I mean so it's it's like it's to your partner and then you got to worry about their um response back to you like them being upset with you because you're upset with them and like you still just left like what the fuck like it's not even worth it right and a lot of guys do kind of have that mindset of it's not even worth it because and i've and i I know real life people i know real life women not just on some internet shit who Mm. it's extremely difficult to talk to them like for their partial person to talk to them and I, i don't know how they partner do it even like one of the neighbors, like I noticed, like she has a very rough, aggressive uh, style, like very combative. It's a lot of mm. it's a lot of women out there that are kind of like that. And mm-hmm. if they kind of get to like a point emotionally where you touch like a, a pain point within them, and then they're like, I can understand this, but I still don't understand what you because like they'll flip it on. And it's last like, you, week, you, you. six months ago, and yeah. why wouldn't you say it nicer to me? And da 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 da, and it's yeah. like. Now I'm sorry about the shit that you did to me. Like Right. And this and then you just thinking in your head, man, this shit wasn't even fucking worth it. I just should have shut the fuck up. Like I should, I just that's why I don't talk to you. Like that's why I feel like I can't even talk to you. I also think, and this is this is my advice for lots of this shit, because I I think I've this applies to not just romantic relationships. It applies to all relationships because I just described how the the dance that you have to do and how you present feedback and criticism to people is a dance that you kind of have to do with everyone. You know, if you live with somebody, you don't want problems to be the first thing that they hear out of your mouth when they come in the door. You know, you build a little bit of cool. How was your day? Da 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 da. Like we talk about stuff. Oh, by the way, like I think you got to read the room a little bit. But I think that we get into this headspace of being like hypersensitive and trying to like avoid certain emotional responses from like the people in our lives. So we're trying to figure out, okay, how do I, how do I perfectly get this criticism in so that it gets to her and she can change the behavior in a way that doesn't hurt her feelings because I would hate if it hurt her feelings and the response that she might have to that. And I think more and more I'm trying where, where it's healthy, cause I'm definitely going too far the other direction, but where it's healthy going, look, at some point I got to just speak my truth and do my best Maybe I'll deal with their response, but depending on what the response is, I just go, you know what? Your response was worth it because it lets me know this relationship's not going to work out. If I don't feel like I can express this shit, this is a good reason for us to no longer be together. And so I just, I can't forever take on your emotional response to every request that I make as like only my problem. At some point, I just got to go, hey, look, I'm not going to be hypervigilant about like, if I go, hey, you left your laundry out. I think it's a thing. Do you think you can do better? Oh, you know, I'm stressed. And you know, I got work and da-da-da-da. Why are you always coming at me for shit? As soon as I come in the house, da-da-da. Look, I don't think this is going to work. And I'm glad that I now know that. And I also think that like, so one phenomenal take, Eddie, I 100% agree. I also think that there's something to be said about the fact that I, as an individual, like I can have two, I can, I can, I can kill two birds with one stone now. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, yeah, man. Why are you coming at me? You know, I'm stressed and all that kind of stuff. You know what? Let's now, have a conversation. I was saying. Let's have a conversation yeah. about your stress. Let's have a conversation about when I'm addressing those conversations. My mm-hmm. bad. I'll have those differently. Is there anything I can do about your stresses? Is there anything I can help? Cool. All right. Now let's talk about this laundry that you got exactly. sitting on the couch. I mean, we're not gonna like, drop it. Like, like, exactly. Yeah. Like let's go. Let's let's have the conversations. Like I'm a fucking grown ass man. Like we can do this shit all day. Like that's but that's see, the that's, that's a team. That's how that's how shit works. That's that's communication. That's regular everyday shit. I got to push back on that a little bit because I think mm-hmm. it's possible to do like if someone says it's also it's like it's what's the because what Josh is talking about. And I've 
I've been actually mo- mostly like this is mostly not a problem that I've had. I've mostly had like very good experiences in regard mm-hmm. to like, if if anything, I was have mostly been the one on fuck shit. To, same, to, honestly, same. To honestly, same extent. So, but that said, that kind of conversation that you just said only kind of works when both people are largely operating in good faith. If someone says, "Hey, look, I, I'll clean up after myself," but look, honestly, it feels like you're asking a lot of me, and I feel like you're not taking into account the context of what you're asking, and so what I am saying to you directly is relevant. But a lot of times, it's like, "Okay, but last week you didn't pick up your shoes, and I didn't say anything about it." It's like, "Wait a second. This is not you trying to work on the problem or figure out what things are in the way so that we can compromise. It's you trying to. It's you feeling attacked. So figuring out a thing to defend your ego or whatever, in order to make the thing about me. And those are two totally different things. And there and you can't run that down. You Which can because you can you can do that for two hours and never get yeah. back to the laundry. So but when you're in that like, place, it's not solvable. But that's why I think that you're you're initial take on that was especially Mm. poignant because i think that if i can't do that if we can't do that then yes it's it's to to you know to eddieize it you know we're 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 done we're done with this relationship you know what i mean like i think that's the i think that's the red flag i believe we will have to terminate this uh yeah that's that's the red flag yeah you know so but you know other than that little tidbit like i don't have anything else that i think you've articulated all of that beautifully yeah i'm with that we got time for another one just barely. Yep. Oh, just barely. I, I think uh, this is going to be a pretty quick one. Uh, wife wants her husband to stop walking around ass naked in front of the child. Read this one out because this one's this one's a while. Well, is is it a video or is it a video? I mean, uh, oh, is it a video? Okay, I think it's a video. Yeah, it's yeah, a video right. of a. Uh, it's from a other podcast. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Let me see. And something I think about sometimes is like. How do porn editors get through like work? You know what I'm saying? What you mean? Like without just like, stopping to just start beating off? Like what? Yeah, like just just because I would think you would just be. I feel like it would just fuck your brain up. Hold you know on, what man. I mean? Pause, 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 man, pause. That might be you might want to hold those thoughts in the chamber, man. Like put it as a topic for like next week or some shit because that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Just out of fucking nowhere. It's like, so... So, like, guys... Like, it's been weighing heavy on my heart. Because right? <laughs> <laughs> I've been moonlighting as a porn director, a porn editor, right. man. <laughs> no, the reason I was thinking this is because I was saving this file, and I saved it as dad underscore naked, and then I thought, oh, that probably sounds like it's some sexual shit. And then I was like, oh, well, what if it was? And then I was like... Then I was thinking, like, oh, porn editors have to do all of this, like... This motherfucker thought about this in fucking and- 10 seconds. Fucking ADHD <laughs> ass mind, motherfucker. Like, fucking, fucking podcast topic <laughs> Rain Man over here. This fucking. <laughs> like- okay, let me. My husband right. walks around naked in front of our four year old daughter. I can't tell if I'm being weird and a prude, but my husband is very comfortable walking around the house naked. When he's getting ready to have a shower, he obviously gets naked, but then it's like he gets distracted, ADHD, and does something else for a while. The same thing happens when he gets out of the shower, or sometimes he'll find a shirt to wear and goes to get pants, but again, gets distracted, and he's walking around no bottoms. This was all fine, although I've always found it weird, but laugh at his who cares if I'm naked attitude. But our daughter just turned four, and I thought as she gets older and much more aware, he would try to be more discreet. But nope. Am I just being a prude about it all? I mean, this is a four-year-old daughter. Should she be seeing him naked all the time? If we had a son, I wouldn't mind. I do realize we've probably all seen our parents naked at least once, but to see them naked all the time, is that weird? Or should I just relax and laugh it off? I feel like that's kind of weird. I think that's why? a little strange. Why why I, I, why are you going I, Winnie the Pooh style around the house? Right, like, like right, like why? They got the top <laughs> up with the dick <laughs> out of his curl. On some barges and shit. What like the what the fuck, fuck is going yes. on? No bother. Just specifically just <laughs> dick out. Like why? Yeah. Like right. what? It's like this is harder. Like, why did you put your shirt on first? Cause that's like like why the nipples is... was the shit that needed to be covered. Sensor. Why is he doing He's like, this? Oh, whoa, whoa, hold on. Let me uh oh, oh. let me make myself decent. Oh, don't come in here. Yeah. 
Yeah, I got to put my titties away. All right. Anyway, <laughs> and the baby is four years old. They had dick Boy. height. Like, right. Right. oh my what god, bro. Oh my god. But no, I actually don't think it's that crazy at all. My take is, I think that neither of them is tripping, but I think that she's right. Like, because what I, my view is, up to three really don't matter. The kid's not gonna remember it anyway. They for, for half of that they can't even fucking talk. They don't. And for the first third, they're kind of blind. So they're really not even experiencing anything. And nudity is not sexual, right? It's, nudity is only sexual if it is made sexual. If you see your parent naked or you see a child naked, that's not a sex thing. That's just a body. Mm-hmm. But once you start getting to four, five, six, they can kind of conceptualize what's going on. They start to form ideas about the world. That kid interacting with other kids and being like, oh, yeah, my daddy has his dick out around me a lot. That's going to be a problem. And two, as they develop and we start to understand like sexual boundaries and, you know, no, no touch and okay touch and naked and is good and bad. Having your parent be naked around you all the fucking time is also a problem for that, which I think is some comment that somebody else made, which was like, you don't want to have a seven year old girl who is very comfortable around grown man dicks like that's probably not a good idea. So my my stance is. Four years old is the exact right age to cut that shit the fuck out. So I don't think that the dad is on some weird shit. I think that the mom is. This is the exact time to have this conversation. If they were, if she was, if the baby was two, I'd be like, it's kind of whatever. The baby yeah. is five, I'd be like, what the fuck? Four is like, hey, we need to, we need to, we need to rein it we back in. Real, this, need to, real this bitch back on yeah. in, because like, also, because you could even have like, because I'm, I'm ultimately with you, like around. Zero like months to to four years old. It's like, yeah. eh, you know, whatever. Like they're not gonna remember. It. They don't even. They're not even able to conceptualize it. But yeah. after that period, when they've been just around it forever for, for as long as they mm-hmm. can remember, you, you they might fuck around and like just go to school and just take off their damn bottoms. It's just like just, just do like bottoms. weird stuff like to mimic. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, just bottoms. walk around with it. Daddy does this too all the time. Like, oh yeah, nap time. Or just get butt ass naked real quick. Like. It's just like stuff. Behavior. Yeah, just mimicking behavior that you see in the home mm-hmm. that might not be a, that's not appropriate yeah. in the real world at a societal level. Yeah. But, but also I feel like people like kids know the difference. Like with cursing and shit like that. Like the dad's not around the house naked all the time. He's naked like in between showers and shit, which the baby also is. Like it, it, I think from what she's describing, it's still quite clear that clothedness is the default state in the home, I think. Well, it was. It seems like he's he's more he's more naked than the average person in the home. Okay, maybe yeah, it's fair point. Like, that's how I interpreted it. That's yeah. how, that's what I got. It's, it's not just during okay. shower time. Like he wants to be free. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Only the bottoms though, which is still just fucking oh, hilarious. That's to wild. Me. That's wild. This motherfucker got breakaway <laughs> jeans. Like, woo. Nigga said, "Fuck, man, nigga, you yeah. seeing everything." Yeah. He come in in the house. He don't even take his shoes off. Like, oh, it's been a hard day at work. Oh, it's been a hard day at work. Oh, got to got to get the dog out. Oh boy, just, uh, just <laughs> lay on the couch. And just <laughs> put his balls on this side. The dick over here. Got <laughs> gotta air it out. Have I have? A, I got a bunion on my dick. It's a. Man. It's been a difficult day at work. Ooh, let me get a beer. And I tell you, that is actually one thing yeah. women should be like count their blessings for. Like, you know, I know, like, oh my god, it's so hard being a woman, but like, look, ladies, you have no idea of how uncomfortable it can be to have a dick and balls, a set of dick and balls. You know, because you always got to like adjust it. yourself. True. You know that is, and then it's like, you know, like you just laying, you just laying down sometimes, and especially like depending on like the drawers you got on, mm. them bitches ain't like hammocking right. You know what I'm saying? It's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Can be very banana section is not but also yeah because you, when you're in public you got to figure out a way to adjust yourself in a way that's like not finna fuck you got like you got to be sneaky because i always feel self-conscious of like i don't want to look like i'm like oh yeah touching myself you know yeah i right. am mm-hmm. touching myself, but, <laughs> I am but touching I'm not myself. touching myself yeah, yeah. i'm touching myself like, but it's not like that i promise you yeah yeah it, right because because <laughs> if somebody sees you you got to be like no, no 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 not in a sexual way like it wasn't directed oh. at you i was just i needed to move my dick but like not repeatedly just so you're trying to <laughs> not, repeatedly, not, not like in a back and forth like in consecutive motion just yeah, yeah, yeah. there was no shift. strokes there was no strokes i'm Completely flaccid. I hope that makes it better. Like, oh but. my god, he's telling me the status of his penis. <laughs> exactly. Now, I'm like, no, officer. I swear, I was oh, soft the whole time. Sell <laughs> <laughs> it to the judge. 
Yeah. So, no, and just all, <laughs> all women. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole jury. It's <laughs> all women. So, Mr. Overgold, on the night in question, you were in a dark alley in a trench coat. It was cold. It was a cold <laughs> night. Ooh, in night. A- what the fuck? <laughs> and that's not a dark alley. It just was nighttime. I was walking from one block to the next. And he's like, actually, it was a Burberry car coat. It was not a trench coat. All right. I just want to point exactly. that out. <laughs> it was a pea coat, not a trench coat. Let's get it right. I'm not fucking right. Colombo, okay? okay? I have styles. <laughs> <laughs> I would never... Anyway, so I was taking my dick out. It's flaccid, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and then, and then it's like, and I shut. I, like, I don't know why it became me, but it's like, no, it was just like this. And then the whole, like, the whole court is like, oh my god. And then it's like twelve more trials based right. on that, because <laughs> I'm now flashed every. No, no, so I'm doing twice. it right. I'm, I'm doing it right now. If I could just show everybody, real quick, stop. No, I, the it was just the whole time. <laughs> they just take your ass in the back while you are already in court. You're like doing the same shit. You're under arrest. <laughs> Again. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh my <laughs> Gotta go God. to Supreme Court now. <laughs> oh but, shit. Yeah. All right. I think uh, I think that's a good spot to to, to wrap it on up with. So um if you um if you're trying to talk to your person and you find that it's like a you an us versus each other situation, rather it being a you all versus the problem, you might be seeing a red flag. Or if you're walking around just slanging your meats, whether that be your genitals, going just fully Winnie the Pooh style, you know what I'm saying, around your children, it could be you that's waving a red flag, you know, post Mm. four or five years old. Ladies and gentlemen, it's ladies and gentlemen, stays thems. All of you guys, we love you all. Fully inclusive. Da 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 da. Um, Yeah, it's been waving a red flag. Thanks for tuning in. It's been Josh. It's been Eddie. It's been Mm. Alvin. Um, Be sure to like, subscribe, comment. Click the notification bell so you get all of the um, notifications of when we go live. You know, tune in for the uh, live pre-shows, Saturdays, 845 EST, and whatever time zone in that you're in, so we can all be in the same place at one time. Check out the Patreon or join the Patreon. Um, is there anything I'm missing? Yeah, like, so So all the Patreon benefits, we have those on, like, YouTube and Spotify as well. So you can, whatever platform you listen on, become a member. And you'll be able to get full access to the entire podcast experience. There you go, baby. There you go. Thank you so much for rocking with us. And uh, especially rocking with us so close in this very tough economy. We greatly do appreciate y'all. And good night. We'll see y'all next week. Please rock with us. Many more gins. Many more gins. All right. Cool, cool, cool. It's a red flag.